This is Sharbria Shine, and welcome back to Max Out Girl. I am so excited to continue our love series for this episode, and we have a special guest, Danielle McMillan. Hey, girl. How are you? Hi. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thanks so much for coming on. It's such a pleasure to have you on today. Well, I'm glad to be so here. So I kind of... Thank you. So, ladies, I brought her on because as we've been talking about love stories in some of the other episodes and in the movement, how we just talk about how God's going to do it. And, you know, you can't compare and you can't try to figure out his ways, you know, and he's going to do something great in your life. If you desire marriage, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. I wanted to bring her on and share her love story, which is very different from the other two love stories that you've probably already heard or going to hear later in the love series. So tell us, uh, Danielle, first of all, um, did you expect to marry your husband? Absolutely not. <laughs> and <laughs> I cannot so emphasize, I cannot emphasize absolutely not any, I mean, I don't know how to emphasize it. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So sometimes I hear people are like, oh my God, it was love at first sight or, oh my oh. God, we got to have that um, mm-hmm. chemistry at first or that physical mm-hmm. attraction. And like, I try to encourage women sometimes, like, of course we know physical attraction is important. We know that. But man, like sometimes God does it the opposite where like you meet somebody and you learn who they are, their personality and you fall in love or then they become attractive to you. So share your story with us, girl. Okay, so basically, um, my husband and I grew up together um, in the same church organization in Ohio. And so I knew him. Uh, He lived in Cincinnati, and I lived in Springfield, Ohio. And so we all knew each other by way of like council meetings and conventions and summer camp meetings and everything. And when I would see him, I don't know why I'm still trying to figure it out. But I used to be so grossed out. I used to be like, ew, yes. like this guy worn, like he gets on my nerves. And one of the things I was thinking I was attributing it to was the fact that he was close to my cousins and other guy friends from my church. And I just thought he was just whack. I thought he was, ugh, I thought he was gross. <laughs> and he oh actually thought God. the same thing about me. <laughs> and so um, we um, never liked each other. And then about fast forwarding 10 years after that, when we were both in our early 20s, and I was actually two years older than he was. Uh, well, I still am, actually. <laughs> but he um, he and I started going to a church together, and we were in ministry together, and we started mm-hmm. to become really, really good friends because it was a different organization. So we had that commonality um, and same DNA. So we kind of just developed a relationship and a friendship through that time. And I had someone else and he had someone else and, but we were just really, really good friends. And then we ended up becoming even better friends and became best friends. So for like 15 years, we were best friends, never liked each other, never even crossed the line, never wanted any, I, I didn't even fathom him being my future. And I was trying to, introduce him to someone else and got a look after well I'll I'll scoop back a little bit he was coming to my uncle's church in Ohio Springfield Ohio and so he would visit every week and so I noticed we would hang out more we would go to lunch together we would go to movies still nothing no attraction I would even try to hook him up with different people so finally I I, I met this girl and was like oh my god I got the perfect guy for you I want y'all to meet And when I tried to hook them up after spending so much time, I already started having a question mark in my head. Like, are we deeper than friends? But nah, heck no, no way. And then I found myself getting very jealous when 
I introduced him to a girl that was beautiful, had everything going for herself. And I got jealous and I did not want to see him date her. And I, I was like, where's wow. this feeling coming from? So he asked me, are you jealous? Are you? So what, is there some- wait, let's talk about that, girl. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So, okay. So, <laughs> so this is one of your friends or somebody that you knew and you wanted to hook them up. And like, how did that go? Like, did you, did they go like go on a date? You saw them together? Like, yes. how did you start feeling? Like, how did you know they like, was there? For me or for them? Uh, no, no, for you. How did you for know? Me, yeah. um, I think I started to notice that he was polite. He was kind. He was loving. He was patient. And mm-hmm. I saw how he was engaging with her. He was, he was, he had, if you know my husband or have ever met him or when you do, he has quiet strength. So he, he's very confident, but he's going to be laid back. And so I started seeing that like, that's kind of sexy. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm into it. And, and then when I just saw how gracious he was with her and everything, I was like, wow, he really is a remarkable young man. And so I would play with those thoughts mm-hmm. like, hmm, I wonder. And then I was working in a hair salon at the time and the owner of the hair salon was like, I don't know why you're tripping, but you need to be talking to him. And so people were downloading that concept in my head. And so those questions would arise within myself. And then finally, when we were at a New Year's Eve service. It was late at night. He didn't really want to be there, but I begged him to be there because I didn't want him to go to the club. Because at the time, he wasn't even, he wasn't even, um, he was backslidden. He was in a backslidden state. So okay. I asked him, come be with us tonight. Just worship with us and you can go out later. And when he came, he had such a nasty attitude. And I was like, well, go out with your girl. Y'all go ahead. And I was trying to arrange for them to have a nice night at, you yeah. know, a party <laughs> together. Not, you know, not an unsanctified night but I'm just saying right, to go right. out and have <laughs> and when I I turned around and looked at him I was like well y'all have a good time out of nowhere an attitude came out of me y'all have a good time um I'm going home because you're going obviously you're going out with her and he looked at me and he said wow he said well if you would rather me go out with you I can do that and when he said that I was like oh my <laughs> god it's happening <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't go out with her and he came to my, my home at the time and was just, he sat next to me and he started talking to me and the conversation just slowly changed. And then within six, seven months, we were married. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Wait, okay. So you guys were friends, you said for 15 years. Yes. And then you started to, well, okay. You started to get a little jealous after you saw how he was with the one girl. And then yeah. that night at New Year's, it kind of turned, oh my God. And then so from that night or you guys kind of like trying to figure it out did somebody say something did you say something we're just flirting like well how did it like get known like no we're gonna start start to pursue each other uh yeah we were flirting a little well I was flirting with him a little bit in church like what's wrong with you why are you you know so I was kind of <laughs> sending signals a little bit mm-hmm. and then he it was confirmed because he had the same in hindsight now when we talk about it, he has the same um, progression as I do. He was curious. He was like, is something happening? So he, um, he basically was um, like, he knew when I said, um, if you're going to go with her, I'm going to go home. He knew, he said, there was my open door. So when he came to my home that night, you know, he sat next to me and he put his hand on my leg and just rubbed it and was just like, you know, I'm just glad we're here. And I was just like, wait, do you like me? Cause he put, he had never touched me like that. I mean, never. (laughs) And he was like, I I do. And I was like, really? I like you too. So (laughs) 
it just it was immediate. <laughs> that is so funny. It was immediate, and because well, we were best friends for fifteen years, but we had twenty five years of knowledge of each other. Just the first ten, we hated yeah. each other. You know what I mean? So it right. was just kind of like, what what is there to wait for? We know each other. You know, yeah. let's do this. So <laughs> that's awesome. So six months later, then you guys got married. Uh, six, eight months. Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half months. Yes, we got married. Okay, and everybody was like what everybody was like no way are you kidding really oh my god even people spoke against our marriage they were not because they didn't like us as individuals they just were like that's ridiculous they're just doing that because oh that's ridiculous and they did not embrace the fact that our friendship is what was going to sustain us they they would say they would say like they're like friends they're like brother and sister that that's just going to be a train wreck. They're not even going to make it two, three years. People even bet on it. And I was just like, now looking back, I'm like, you don't understand the capacity of our friendship is what is sustaining us is because we are truly friends. And this year will be 10 years for us. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. No, I love that because I feel like you can't go by what people say all the time. You've got to know mm-hmm. God for yourself. You have to go with the spirit and what you feel led to do. Cause the same, you know, with me and my husband is that our story is much different. We didn't even know each other that long, but we had a mutual mm-hmm. friend and people were like, they knew me as missing on satisfied, very mm-hmm. like conscientious, careful. I'm not, you know, I'm not dating anybody. And so when they heard, like, I was like engaged and they're going to get mm-hmm. married and we only knew each other. And, and it sounds crazy now, but I know it was God. Like we knew each other for six months and he proposed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> months. Like wow. six months. Mm-hmm. And um, now again, we both had a mutual friend who had known us for years. Yeah. So she yeah. can account for. Yeah. yeah. That does help because you definitely don't want to get somebody to pretend who they are. So mm-hmm. she could vouch for both of our character. She had worked in ministry with him. She had worked with me and me and her were like best friends at, by this time. So mm-hmm. it's like that helped because you're right. It, it can be very dangerous to do something that fast. Mm-hmm. but you know just knowing God and having that personal relationship with him and keeping things pure Absolutely. and I, I think that's just awesome but I love that God you cannot put him in a box no. and I, no. I love how with you it's like I'm very shocked people didn't get it because I always hear people say you should marry your best friend Absolutely. and then I hear people who say, they're like, well, how did you and Lewis get married so fast? You weren't best friends first. And it's like, oh my God, but things are so supernatural. Like when yeah. God does it, like our friendship, our bond now, and we've not been married that long. It's so amazing. And so you, you definitely have to build that bond, that friendship. But I, I'm so shocked that they said that about you guys. Cause I'm like, well, duh, yeah. how much better they know each other, you know, right. and they accept each other for, for who they are. And Absolutely. I just think you can't listen to, and of course people mean well, so I don't want to say don't listen to why counsel because that's one thing you know Mm -hmm. but sometimes when you know that it's God you can't listen to the naysayers and again we're ladies we're talking about when you're you know seeking God you both have relationship with him you know you're keeping things pure you're not you know your mind isn't clouded with other things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and uh, I definitely it's no credit to our flesh or anything because both of us were um previously sexually active and you know we didn't always make every right decision once we were a few months in and was like, oh, we're married. And I mean, we didn't always right. do everything perfectly, but what we did do is, and I almost, I honestly give glory to God that he actually blinded our eyesight to seeing yes. each other 
so that mm-hmm. we could sustain what he had ordained and protect yes. the plans of, of his um, will for our life. Yep. We, were, we weren't smart enough to do it. And that's the reason yeah. why God said, let me close your eyes for 25 yeah. years and then let me open them and then real quickly get you guys married because if you don't, you'll ruin it. So I'm not saying that exactly. I was perfect and he was either, but right. you know, honestly, and, and like you were saying, you can't be conventional. There is a lot of unconventionalism, even in our situation with us knowing each other, there's always going to be something unique to your story. Everyone has their own yes. story, but I was thinking about how, um, a, a pastor, actually from Lima, a pastor, a pro- prophetic voice in my life. She said, God told me to tell you that your husband is already within your midst. And I told her, I mean, I flipped the script because I, <laughs> and this was before I realized it was him. This was even before I had anyone. I flipped the script because I had our, I had taken inventory of all the men around me. And I know a lot of people globally because <laughs> I've been yeah. fortunate to travel and sing with, you know, in the gospel industry. So I'm thinking, absolutely not. I don't know this man. And she said, no, very specifically, God told me he's in your, he's in your presence. He's in your midst. You know him, he knows you. And I, I hate to say it now, but I I mean, no, no, I hate that. I said that then, because honestly, why would that be a bad thing? But we always have our mind wrapped around this fantasy or this media driven idea of what love and relationships and meeting someone would look like. And I should have said, well, I embrace that. If God already has ordained him to be in my life, he's been around me. He knows me already. I should have been celebrating it. So I wasn't so goody two shoe in the fact that, you know, (laughs) the word of the Lord came to me and I was happy about it. I was really upset. Uh, Yeah. No, I feel you. Same thing happened to me right before my husband came into my life. Somebody prophesied to me and they were like, you know, your husband, you know, your husband is coming soon. Girl, I gave her the worst look. I can throw my eyes so quick. And then, and then, girl, and then, like, when it happened, she was like, she saw us at a store. It was the most crazy thing. And she was like, remember? Because I didn't remember, actually. Um, she was like, do you remember when I told you that your husband was coming soon? Because it did happen, like, literally maybe, like, a couple months after she told me that. She's like, and you look so mad. And I had to laugh, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm so <laughs> true. Mad. But you know what? Like, it was crazy because at the time, I'm going to be honest, I was, but she didn't mean it this way, but I was so tired of people thinking just because I was a single woman, my only goal was to be Get a wife. Married. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, like I was over that concept because so many people have bombarded me with that because I don't believe that every single woman even wants to get married. That's and true. I also don't believe that if they, and I believe that even if that's a desire that they're not, all single women aren't just laser focused on that. And I kind of, at that time when she said it, I was kind of over it. Mm-hmm. So she just like caught me at a bad time because mm-hmm. I was actually going to a church to minister and in my mind, I'm like, I don't care about that right now. I'm trying to focus. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm not worried about a husband. I'm just doing God's will. But it's so funny because it's like, I could just kick myself in the mouth because I'm like, oh, because when it came, I was very excited. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was so funny. But I love how you said that God hit you guys from each other because I want to encourage women who... I did a video once and a talk about being hidden. And sometimes, you know, people are like, I felt this way before at a season in my life where I was like, man, 
it seems like no man's trying to check for me. Like nobody's mm-hmm. seeing me. Like I feel like I'm so hidden. Like nobody likes me. And and like God has revealed to me, He's like, girl, like I'm protecting you. Mm-hmm. You're not rejected. I'm protecting you. I'm covering you because right now, at this point, you're not mature enough. Yeah, you're just gonna go off with whatever random comes to you because you want to be married. So good. And I'm so glad that He hid me yeah. like in that season. And thank yeah. God I got to be single and satisfied. But at that point, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I would have, like He said, I would have screwed it up. Mm-hmm. And I love even like how in my love story like we were long distance mm-hmm. um we may have messed it up if we weren't I, i'm not for mm-hmm. sure i don't want to say we would have or we weren't but i'm glad we had the distance between mm-hmm. us for mm-hmm. us it was very healthy mm-hmm. and i'm glad you know that we got married quickly for mm-hmm. us it was very healthy like mm-hmm. um like you said i was previously sexually active mm-hmm. um Lewis was actually a virgin when we got married mm-hmm. so that was very rare <laughs> yeah. and so yeah. our situation was very different because i definitely was no not clear i'm nowhere a virgin so mm-hmm. like for me it was just like okay like i can't be tempted myself you know what I mean right so that was a whole (laughs) nother thing you know but but I had been abstinent for like a decade so Mm -hmm. that was still but but you can't put any trust in your flesh like you girl you fall in a second Mm -hmm. so like like you said none of us ladies are saying we were perfect we're saying thank you for God's grace and and for covering us and for keeping us and his sovereignty he knew who he had for us and he hid them from knowing each that each other were the one. And it's so beautiful how your love story unfolds oh, and how it's like, oh, my God. And, like, you know, we're, we like each other. If yeah. I can insert here, I will also encourage sure. women that he sh- don't look for him to already be in that destination that God has predestined yes. for him. Because honestly, when I when Warren and I got together, I felt one of the things because God lifted the, uh, my, you know, the blinders off my eyes and the comfort of trust mm-hmm. and accountability and years of relationship was there. I, I, he still had a long way to go. He was a barber at the time and not that barbers don't have mm-hmm. great professions. They're wonderful. I'm a cosmetologist, uh, cosmetologist by license too. So it's an honorable career and everything, but I, I didn't realize that he would, you know, be elevated in the army and then eventually get out and uh, get his bachelor's. And now, you know, today, as of today, um, you know, get his master's degree and everything. And I'm just sitting here like, you just don't know. You have to trust the process. You have to trust God. You have to trust the word of the Lord for that moment when you meet him because you can miss it Mm -hmm. because he doesn't look like something. And I mean, I knew the potential was there, but he wasn't there yet. And, and, and mind you, if, if they're not going anywhere, and the the potential is not there, not they're not um, you know, fortifying that, then I pursuing think you should it. yeah, pursuing yeah. it. You should take your time and wait. But don't get caught up on a certain idea because now that we're older and we can appreciate the time that we put in, the education that we've gained and all the things that we've done, we have a mature aspect to our lives now that will be more sustainable when we start to operate in the ministry God has given us to and all the other things that He's assigned us for. So I'm just like the process looking in hindsight, I'm like, thank you so much, God, you were smarter than me, you know, better than I do for my own self. Yeah, and I would have chosen so much more poorly. But I got Mm -hmm. just what you know, you have for me, and it's everything that I needed and and then some so oh, man, that's so awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Because you're absolutely right. I think sometimes we want we look at a certain image, and you said it or Mm -hmm. what society or TV, Mm -hmm. romantic comedy show us and we want to already self made Mm -hmm. man and we're supposed to grow together. And again, like she said, that doesn't mean you give somebody not working, Mm -hmm. can't take care of himself Mm -hmm. and all that. 
But we're saying like sometimes I hear women are like, well, I wanted a doctor. Yeah. Or I wanted him to make this amount of money. Or he already needed to live in this area. Right. And it's like, okay, sweetheart. <laughs> That's like, not realistic. Oh, you're about to, right. Like you're about to miss out on a true man of God, right. man of integrity right. and character because you're looking at superficial things. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can build. Right. Like one thing that I always tell people is like, you, you know, you really can't it. it you can find a man who has all those things. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get married, he can lose every single thing. Mm-hmm. But if he's a man of godly integrity and character and he loves the Lord, God will give a man everything he needs. Yes. And because of that favor and that relationship with him. Because in life, as you know, you've been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like things come and they go. Do. But, you know, that foundation, mm-hmm. you want a man that's a true man of God who has a heart for the Lord and who, you know, is a heart worker who has potential, who wants to grow. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if you're only looking for those superficial things okay you can get that but then you might get something that you definitely don't want oh, uh, with that, trust me so. I've seen it happen <laughs> but the funny thing and this is a lot of you know not to take over but I'm thinking of now that we're talking about it because this is actually my first time yeah. really digging deeply with this but my husband yeah. is also um a bodybuilder okay and at the time okay. when I met at the time when my I, I said when I met him but when my eyes opened up to him I didn't know at the time he had been bodybuilding all these years. So everyone knew him as this muscular physique and had this great body and everything. And I did yeah. not see it until, <laughs> and I've known him for 25 years. But so what I'm saying is what you could be looking at exactly some of the attributes and things you want. You, you just can't yeah. see it right now, or you're just not yes. tuned in at that frequency that allows you to have the revelation yep. out of the situation. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's a physically great, you know, looking guy. And I didn't, yeah. see it. I thought he was not, and you cute. didn't see I it. I didn't see it. So, yeah. you know, those things, sometimes they become, and that blossom happens much later, but there's no comparison to what you thought you would get because it flourishes yeah. in a way that is intertwined with also you and who you're becoming. And you have a heightened level yeah. of gratitude when it actually, you know, yes. comes forth. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I like what you said too earlier, like trust the process. I think, you know, even me with being a newlywed, I think that's just so important too, because I think, especially if you don't come into a marriage sober and you have mm-hmm. these idealistic ideas of what marriage is to be, then you you get in it and you're like, oh my God, everything should be perfect. We need to do this, we need to do this. <laughs> like you're being unrealistic. <laughs> and it's like, sweetheart, slow down. Slow down. Like, <laughs> you just got married. Yeah, like learn learn your husband, learn your wife, like, you know, grow together and and I just encourage singles to have realistic expectations. You're not perfect. He's not going to be perfect. Right. That doesn't mean lower your standards right. or your deal breakers, but that means like even when they meet those, understand they're human. Right. So in that like union and that marriage, you're going to be working stuff out. So Absolutely. you better make sure y'all both love the Lord because y'all going to definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I don't know about you guys. You yes. probably guys, I don't know. Like we lost his father. We've lost, we had 10 deaths last year. And those things you have, are you serious? Yes, you have to keep. Yes, we lost his father, his grandmother, his two uncles, two cousins, my two no, uncles. It, it's just been one thing after another. And so, those are the real yeah. aspects to life that you're going to deal with in marriage. And yep. those alter yep. emotions and everything. So, you have to yes, have a do. wide, broad perspective when looking into what marriage, love, and life is um, because it will change yep. every time something monumental happens the dynamics change, you know? So, yeah, no, you're right. And like, you know, I'm just, how long have I been married? Like nine months, eight months. Um, yeah, even that's (laughs) really, you're so so funny. Even that really, really short time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
even in that short time, like, a lot of stuff's happened mm-hmm. with us. And it's, like, even in that little time, it's just, like, man, like, job changes, yeah. uh, changing states, then changing states again, and then just so much, and then family stuff. And, and yeah, I can see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we don't have a lot of years under our belt yet, but you're so right. Like, you see the differences in, in, in us both, yeah. you know, yeah. because we are human. Yeah. And, you're, and you're like, oh, my God, like, that's a change. Okay, well, let me shift or let me, you know. And, you know, I would definitely encourage you women, like, a lot of times we say prepare, and we always think that, that means financially or go off your goals and dreams. And, of course, you should. Yeah. This is a great time to do that. But also – if you want to be married, you need to be preparing spiritually. Yes. You know, how is your prayer life? What's your regiment in seeking the yeah. Lord? Like, do you read your word? Do you read devotion in the morning? Do you spend that quality time with God in prayer? Because you are going to need it. You, I mean, you need it now, yeah. <laughs> whatever season you're in. But you're definitely going to need that in a marriage as well. And I just encourage you women to prepare, get that intimate time with God so and get good. that foundation with him. Yeah, because another human being won't, they won't complete you and you won't complete them, but you can bring love and compassion, companionship and, you know, support and help each other grow, Mm -hmm. but they're not your foundation. And so I just want to encourage you guys really get a strong foundation. You're going to need it because, and I'm sure Daniel, you could probably even attest to this. Like what about times in marriage where your spouse does disappoint you or hurt you? And it may not even be intentionally, but again, we're human And so what happens then? Like, are you heartbroken and crushed? And now your perspective of marriage is ruined because they're not perfect. Right. And, and so, you know, the scriptures, um, Genesis yeah. two eighteen comes to me. Then the Lord God said, it's not good that, um, that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit yep. for him. And so there's a fitness involved yep. in being. So you have to yep. ask yourself also, Am I fit for that? Because am I fit for the changes that are going to happen? Am I fit for the dynamics that are yeah. going to shift? You also have to be in that yep. place too, where you can be adaptable and flexible and in, in becoming who you need to be to that person too. It's not all about who he is to us, but it's also how we are to yep. them as wives. So, yes. you know, just choose, choose yourself and your fitness wisely as, as you are allowing yourself to be chosen by the one that God has for you. So, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and if you don't desire marriage, that's okay. It's not taboo. Like, I don't right. think that God forces us to get absolutely. married. <laughs> so I know because a lot of singles, you know, tell me like, oh, people are just pressuring me, pressuring me, pressuring me. And it's like, if you don't feel that desire in your heart, then don't, don't let do anybody it. force Don't do it. I didn't get married until yeah, I was 36. Yeah. So, and I'm so glad yep. I did it later because had I done it at 26, 32, 34, I would have been divorced. I would have ruined my relationship because I wasn't fit at the time. But thank God I was older and I was able to sustain what we would have gone through um, this last 10 years. Girl, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I was almost 35, like two months before 35. So I'm grateful (laughs) too that I waited. And and again, yeah, for me, just because I, I need, I'm very outgoing. So I needed, you know, I'm ambitious and not that you can't do that in marriage because I still am. And my husband's very supportive, but I just needed to discover myself a little bit more and kind of just be free a little bit more, Mm -hmm. you know, to discover who I was and that foundation with the Lord. But again, ladies, we're not saying it's a right or wrong way. Whatever is right for For your your life. life. I know people that married extremely young and they're still married and their foundation was God. But I can say for me, I'm glad that I waited. So if you're still single, don't despise the fact that you're older. Yeah. God is going to use that and bless you. And his word tells you he can redeem the time. And I see that with me and my husband, because my husband wanted to be married at a young age, but that's not what God had and, you know, and for him. Mm-hmm. So, but he always talks about now how 
you know, he wanted a wife that, you know, looked young and was lively. I'm not trying to my own horn, ladies. <laughs> but this is my husband's words. <laughs> that, you know, I look young and I'm lively. <laughs> I think I'd be like, why she do that horn? <laughs> but, you know, and, you know, we like to do young, fun things. And it's like, don't let the world or society or anybody around you define your love story. God's going to do that. And again, he will give you the desires of your Absolutely. heart. But again, he's going to help you formulate those desires. Right. If it's ungodly, it's not in his word. Right. Yeah, no, you can forget about right. it. <laughs> right. So what closing, like what closing encouragement can you just give to the single ladies who may be waiting on a husband? Um, I would just say right now, if you are single, choose yourself, choose the process for your yes. life, choose the, your, you know, whatever capacity mentally, emotionally, spiritually, spiritually that you have strengthen that fortify that expand that and make room mm-hmm. for the most accurate choice to enter into your space yes. and in your life and do it with prayer do it with accountability do it with um, critical thinking because it is it is a huge undertaking overtaking it's a huge job yes, it's huge yes. in every way and so yes. you must lean on something higher than your own understanding and your own will and that is God and he will direct like you said he will direct your path he will also help you choose because he also established that desire within you so and then don't yes. ignore the red flags either don't do it don't rush just because Hallelujah. You, Say it again. don't <laughs> ignore the red flags because those red <laughs> flags are signs and you have to be you have to exercise patience because you will need patience inside a marriage. So exercise that patience, Girl, yes. let it go when it's, there's a red flag because there's a better fit for you as you are also the fit for them. Yes. Take heat, ladies. Thanks so much, Danielle. That was great advice. And thanks so much for coming on. Where can they find you if they want to follow you on social media? Okay, so um, <laughs> on, tw- on t- Twitter, <laughs> I am uh, Danielle S. Um, underscore MCM as in McMillan on Instagram. I am Danielle dot Stevens with a PH dot McMillan. And then of course on um, Facebook, I am also Danielle Stevens with a PH McMillan. <laughs> yes. And ladies also I'll tag her and everything on my social media pages. So that'll make it easy as well for you to find her. But um, also, you guys know you can find me on all social media platforms at Sharbria Shine. Go ahead and follow at Max Out Girl on Instagram and Twitter. And also, I just added, if you're interested in my music or you love music, go to Sharbria Music on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. But don't forget, guys, if you're single, check out Single and Satisfied, the Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment. Out right now is the workbook. So excited about that to help you work it out practically and spiritually of how to become fulfilled in the season of your life. And so for more courses, resources, and my blogs, go to sharbria.com. And so today, ladies, we hope that we said something that's going to elevate your thinking, inspire you, and encourage you. Also, continue to listen to the love series because these episodes, they're here for you uh, because we love you and we want to encourage you in this season. So again, I just want to repeat that we want to inspire, encourage, and elevate your thinking. And always remember to max out, girl. This is Sharbria Shine, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>